Hello everyone, welcome to the monologue. This is where I talk about problems that are, are troubling us, and where I talk about problems that nobody wants, well, they are talking about it, but they're not giving us solutions. And so I'm going to try to present to you the problem and the solutions to our problems. Yeah. God, that's kind of a mouthful just thinking about that. Anyway, our problem is this. We hear about it constantly. Inflation, inflation, inflation. The U.S. dollar is going to crash. The U.S. dollar is history. Okay, stop telling me this stuff and not give me a solution. What is the solution? Well, let's get into it. The solution for a fiat currency has always been tagging it to something physical. Now, the U.S. dollar did that in the Bretton Woods Agreement with 71 for oil, U.S. oil called the petrodollar. That is starting to fail. People are starting to realize, hey, we don't need that stuff anymore. We're just going to move beyond it, which means goodbye United States dollar. Or the United States, well, let's just put it this way. All the headline news, the inflation, you go to the grocery store, your food costs more, you go to gas station, your gas costs more, you go try to buy candy, and you're like, I'm not paying $3 for a liter of Coke. So what's up? Let's just put it in just layman term and just kind of put it on brackets and down. It just simply says, the U.S. dollar is not trustworthy. The U.S. dollar, actually, if you look at it, it says, in God we trust. Really? Hey, America, got a question. Have you been trusting God lately? Oh, did I just step on something? I heard a snap. Yeah, that's the reality. The reality is that in God we trust, and God is saying, hey, I don't want you spending it like, the, you know, like there's no tomorrow, and you guys are doing that. So you guys are going to have to enjoy what you're going to get. And you haven't been trusting me. You've been doing a lot of stuff that I would tell you not to do, and you're still doing it. So, yeah, God, you know, some people would say the spiritual aspect is that God is removing his favor from the United States and putting it somewhere else. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But having said all that, and probably made a lot of people upset with that statement, I want to urge you first to calm down. And secondly, I want you to think about something. The U.S. dollar is not trustworthy, but neither is any other currency in the entire globe. What? Every single country on the face of the planet has adopted the fiat principle across the board. There is not one country that has a gold standard. There's not one country that ties their dollars to something physical or tangible. Now they're talking about the idea that we're going to push beyond paper money into digital money. Okay, well, let me explain something first of all. I cannot eat digital food. I have to eat analog food. I have to actually have it physical in my hands and eat. Otherwise, I starve to death like everybody else that tried that. So, that brings me to the question, what do we do? What if, so, here's what I'm going to suggest. You take apart some of your money, some of your hard-earned money. You go to work, you slave, and you come home, and you hear all this crap about the world ending, and, and everything's going to go to hell. You know what? Take a break for a second, pal. Let's take the problems one at a time. Calm down. Calm down. 
stop getting yourself so stop getting yourself so worked up. You can't even think straight because the doomsday players, the doomsday nayers. You know what? Let's just call it what it is: doom, gloom, and catastrophe. Those people will give you the problem because it sells. They're not going to give you the answer because they want you to keep coming back for more and getting that hit of adrenaline and dopamine and fear and every whatever. I'm tired of that. Give us solutions. Stop telling us the problem and not giving us a solution to the problem or suggesting your honest opinion about it and give us something we can use. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what the whole premise of my company is built on. Taking the problems that they give you and giving you solutions. Some of them will be physical, some will be spiritual, some will be uh, political. But these are fixable things. You know what's not fixable? A comet smashing into the earth. That's not fixable. You could try it do the old, uh, what was it, uh, Armageddon scenario. You just shoot a bunch of nukes at it and hope it won't continue smiling coming this way. Um, just saying... Uh, it, and by the way, the nuke thing in space doesn't work. <laughs> Most people don't know that. It doesn't really work. I know everybody thinks, well, you can just blow it up. It's not how it works. The, the, and I, will expl I can get into explaining how a nuclear explosion actually works and tell you that it's actually pressure from the sudden increase in release of energy causing a massive pressure wave, and that's the real destroyer. Not the ball of energy, but the actual pressure wave. And that's what does all the damage. In space, there is no air, so ah, you just get a nice little bright flash, and that's it. Um, nothing else. No bang, no butts, no explosions, nothing. Um, just a light white camera flash is really what you would get. But, because what energy does is it's hot. And when you superheat air, it's got to go somewhere. That's the pressure. That's the pressure wave. But let's get back into what I was focusing on. You tell us that the U.S. dollar is not trustworthy. Okay, well let's fix that. What do we do to fix that? If the U.S. dollar is not trustworthy, where do we go from here? That's easy. Some people will say, like my cousin, "Oh, go invest in Bitcoin. Invest in Bitcoin." You know what? You may have gotten in on that when you, a lot a long time ago, and now you can kind of enjoy yourself. But the reality is, Bitcoin is a fiat system. It's the same problem. Now, people say, what? It's a digital gold standard, if you want to call it that, with a fiat system running it. And how that works is you have 21 million Bitcoin. It's capped. The whole machine is capped at that. You cannot make more. But then you have people who do Bitcoin mining. And they can all get a little fragment of that Bitcoin over and over and over and over. And what ended up happening is they keep taking that and they keep making more of it by taking fragments of Bitcoin. But there will never be more than 21. So the, the value continues to be adjusted. But it's still based on simple premise of digital. Do you have access to a computer? Do you have access to a telephone? Do you... Most of us can say yes, even homeless people are doing that. Yeah, I don't think they're homeless if they have a telephone. Just saying. Um, even if it's prepaid. Because they're, they're clearly not thinking all right. 
though. And I, I, I can get into all of that in a little bit because homelessness is actually a business and California has been using that for some time now. Um, but that's a, that's a different story. Um, so what do we do? If you're not going to invest in Bitcoin, it, what do we do? I mean, you can invest in Ethereum, but it's the same problem. And the U.S. dollar, the U.S. is the Federal Reserve is talking about the idea of, hey, we're going to do our own digital currency. Yeah, and shove everybody into a, a the corner. Yeah, I don't think so. No, uh, let's let's talk about potential solutions, not to your spending problem, because all that does is it takes the problem from a paper to computer, and you can just push a bunch of zeros into that computer. That's all it is. Hey, need a, need a trillion dollars? Okay, let's add, add. I'm going to add nine zeros here. There you go. Happy trillion dollars. You need ten? Okay, let's add one more. <laughs> but that's all it does. Is it just takes the problem and makes it into the digital realm so you can stop worrying about the U.S. debt ceiling. They want to continue to spend with, with complete oblivion and you know what? Be able to do it without the U.S. people get noticing on the gas prices. They want to be able to continue printing money without affecting prices of gas or food or anything else. But that's not how a currency works. So even if he digitized it, it won't work that way. So what do you do? Here's what you can do. And now I know this is going to sound like product placement or, nah, you know, Recommendations here, uh, but this is what I did. I don't trust Bitcoin. Okay, I don't trust it because have you ever been? Have you? I I'm a Texan, but I do remember a couple times where I had outages, um, and I experienced. I had to go to a grocery store during a, a power outage during at that grocery store. And I remember getting up to line, and we had to pay for food. And here's what struck me. The woman, the cashier, she had a key to a cash register, so she would open the cash register, pour it out, and she would have a calculator that run by solar. It was a solar-powered calculator. She put it down and type in the cost of each item that would that was on the back and then she would do the math right there on a calculator and then uh, do the exchange in the growth in the thing today some people can still do that depending on how far back you go i just went to a a restaurant where i had a, a conversation with the owner uh, and he we paid with a credit card it's not really a credit card it was a debit card but i paid with a card and i realized i couldn't add money to tip my waitress who was really doing a good job. I would. <laughs> good on you, kid. And I wanted to reward her for her good behavior. Well, not really good behavior, but really good service. Because she took care of us really well. I couldn't do that, so I had a conversation with him about that. And he said, I don't do... He said he can do cash payments, but he said most of the time we just do card. I, and I thought, well, wait a minute. What happens if your power goes out, kid? He didn't know he didn't have an answer. That's why we're that's what the company's built for. To give you answers. This is why I don't trust Bitcoin. Because one day the powers might go out. People say, What? 
look into the history. There was an X-class solar flare in 1849 that took out 1859, correctly, and fried the U.S. grid. Now, granted, it was 1850, so there wasn't exactly a lot of technology back then. It was just a bunch of little tele, uh, telegraphs, and it fried them. Fried the telegraph lines all the way through. I don't know if anybody noticed, but they talked about recently uh, on CNN. I don't trust them anyway, but it just it just highlights the thought that the Earth, is, the core of the Earth, has stopped spinning and now spinning in the opposite direction, which means that we're about to go through a magnetic reversal in our polarity on the planet. Um, what kind of damage is that going to do to our computers and electronics? And you want to put your trust in this system, this electronic system. That I could turn, if somebody, God forbid, somebody taxed the substation and takes out the electricity. When I went to that grocery store to pay for my food, and she had to sit there and do it with a calculator, and I paid her in cash because she couldn't take card. Well, what if card is the only way to pay? God forbid. Oh, wait a minute. I read that. It was a revelation. Ooh. Yeah. So... What do you do about it? Well, you can either be go into that digitized system, or you can do something else. And this is where I said the product placement. Don't don't be pushing products. I'm gonna be pushing one uh, because I actually believe in it, and I think it's worth your your time, worth your effort, your well well earned money. Unlike the Federal Reserve that keep printing it, and that's this. I don't know if you can see this very well. It's the, the light may glare on the, the plastic film that I have. But this is called Goldback. Okay? And each one of these, I'm going to take one out here. Okay? Each one of these Goldbacks literally is like a U.S. dollar. Okay? It's like any dollar, whether it's an Indian ruble. <laughs> Hang on a second. <coughs> don't mind that. I smoke too much. <laughs> But, lo and behold, this is a currency made of gold. The, the creators, Valerian, has been printing these. And it's acceptable in four states so far. They're trying to get to all 50 states. Um, where you can actually exchange it. Now, that what I just held is about $4. That's how much it costs. $4. That is the cost of a Happy Meal. Now, eat that fact. The Happy Meal I bought cost more than that. And I do business in this. One of these things, these are one of the things I do business in. Um, you can get Utah, you can get Nevada, Wyoming, and New Hampshire. Um, all of those are what we focus on. Now, I've started um, collecting these. And at first it was just a collection thing. I thought it was a novelty idea. But then I realized the practicality of it. And you can use it to buy stuff with. It's not like a gold coin where it's $2,000 an ounce. In fact, the biggest one, the biggest one, which is this 50. I don't know. I want you to read what's on the bottom if you can. Kind of hold it up here to kind of get it out of the light a little bit. It's glaring. But if you can see that, it says 120th Troy ounce 24 karat gold. And it has 50 on it. This is, by weight, if I took it and weighed it, exactly a 20th of an ounce of gold, a toy ounce of gold. 
So how much do you think that cost? How much do you think that is? That's about two hundred dollars, give or take. Well, actually a hundred dollars, I think. I, I, I can't. I don't even really know what the price of gold is right now. It's been a while since I checked it, but I do know that one Utah gold back is about four dollars right now. I think is what it's trading at, and it's designed to be outside the currency system. It's designed to operate outside the U.S. dollar, so you can take uh, German rent marks, you can take rubles, you can take Swiss francs, Swiss francs. And British pounds, U.S. dollars, Spanish dollars, you know, and you can use that to purchase these and use this instead of a digitized currency. Now, they're going to tell you, well, you can't do that. That's illegal. Wait a minute. Is it illegal for me to trade with my neighbor? Sir, you're in violation of blah, 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 blah. You going to talk about the Commerce Act here? Is that what we're talking about here? Commerce Act? Yeah, okay. Who gives a shit? I really don't care anymore. That's how bad it's gotten to where I just don't care. I want solutions that don't require uh, the government. How about that one for a change? I want solutions that do not require the government. Why? Because the government made the problems. And they're not going to be solved in Washington, D.C. They won't be. Washington, D.C. is for itself, and I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the last 20 years have proven that. If they cared about the future, they wouldn't be spending like there's no tomorrow. They may be creating the ground, whether you realize it or not, for a world where there is no tomorrow. Where the U.S. dollar is worthless. Where your savings are worthless. Not less, less. Meaning, done, zip, zero, nada. I just hit my microphone. But... It's all gone. What do you do in that situation? You, you trade. You trade with your alcohol, your service. Ugh. Depends on what you run into, I guess. Um, you trade with tobacco, uh, bullets, alcohol, gold, silver, uh, mules, cattle, land, wood. Anything and everything you would trade for if you have to. But the government's going to come in and say, well, I, I have the solution. You just sell me your soul, and I'll give you something. Ooh, that just got dark, didn't it? That got real dark for a second there. But that's what I fear is happening. And if we're not willing to start looking at solutions that does not require U.S. federal government to come and give me a handout, then let's start... I mean, one gold bag, one gold bag is $4. You mean to tell me you can't spare a Happy Meal? The reason I do this product placement is because I believe it. I believe it's something useful and valuable. In Utah, the gold bag is more valuable than the Bitcoin. And it's accepted by more businesses than Bitcoin is. Because Utah actually put into law that said gold and silver shall be legal tender. It's called the Legal Tender Act of 2011. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know that uh, gold and silver is legal tender. It is written in the U.S. Constitution, or actually U.S. Code. I'd have to pull it up. But I believe it was in the Constitution that actually says gold and silver shall be used as legal payment to payment debt. 
To pay my debt, I had to use gold and silver, not paper. But the Federal Reserve Act comes into play and says, hey, this paper is just as good as gold. Yeah, until 19, uh, 1971, when you decide <laughs> we're going to disconnect it. Because it's actually showing us that we're screwing the American people over by printing all this money that we don't have. That's exactly what the Bretton Woods Agreement was. It was the U.S. government not, instead of admitting at fault for spending like there's no tomorrow on the military-industrial complex, they go, ah, wait a minute, we don't want anybody to know. Well, then you know what you need to do? Get off the gold standard and stop selling people gold and just go and attach it to some oil Saudi king in Saudi Arabia that gave them a lot of power over us. And now look at us. We're, I think, I, I think the last time I checked the Treasury Department, the last time I looked it was like $30 trillion, but somebody told me it was like $58 trillion now. I don't know. I don't care anymore. What I care about is solutions. I'm tired of going to the grocery store and everything goes up. I'm tired of going to the, the gas station and my diesel to run my equipment costs more than the Happy Meal that I'm freaking buying which tastes like cardboard. Thank you, McDonald's. Your food tastes like crap. People say, oh, you just offended somebody. You know what? I, I don't care. I'm offering you solutions to the problems. That's my job. I'm tired of hearing doomsay, doomsayers and naysayers and woke and whatever have you. They come in, they tell you how to live. They tell me how you live your life and everything else, and they want you to do these things. But they're not willing to say, hey, Let's solve the salute the problems that we have. Well, I'm solving them, and you don't have to like them. This is just suggestions. You don't have to do it. This is just a suggestion. And learn to talk to your neighbors again. Put down the phones. The neighbor's not going to come out of the phone to hand you an apple when you're hungry. you got to talk to them first. But, so, that to me is how we're going to deal with this. Now, this is the extended editions, obviously, of, of my podcast. But I really want to, this is the pod, I mean, I say it's a podcast, but it's really the monologue. Um, and this is just one of several things we're going to be doing in the um, Insanement Media Company. This is the first episode of many. I'm not going to be labeling it episodes. That's stupid. <laughs> That's in my book. It's just, you know, you don't have to do it that way. Um, but the company that was responsible for creating the gold back, um, is a valerium. They found a way to atomically print on a polyurethane sheet. And to give you an idea what that is, I'm going to show you what I can do to this gold back. Because people say, well, surely you can, you can rip this. You can rip this in half. Really? I'm going to show you something. All right. Look how thin this is. You can kind of see. I'm going to give you a little bit of an idea how thin it is, okay? And I'm going to try to rip it. <clears throat> I cannot rip that. I just tried. Okay? I could rip a U.S. dollar in half with no problem. I can't do this. I just tried. And what else can you do? Uh, you know, I've never tried... Can, can, I'm going to try to poke a hole in it. Can I poke a hole in it? I'm going to take this pen here. Yes, it's pink. And uh, I'm going to try to stab this and see if it'll go through, okay? Um, let me use uh, 
water bottle that doesn't have this doesn't have a lid on it. So I'm gonna kind of stick it right here. Let me try to step this out. <laughs> All right. It didn't poke a hole in it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I just tried to. It wouldn't go. Now, why did I do that? Why did I, I didn't? This is still spendable. This is still good. Just a little bit of flatten it out a little bit. Got a threat there like a U.S. dollar. Unlike a U.S. dollar, I could pop a hole in it. I could rip it in half. I could set it on fire. I don't have a lighter here. Otherwise, I'd try to set this on fire to see if it would actually burn. But, lo and behold, these gold backs are designed to take a lot of abuse. They're not designed to be replaced. Oh, wow. That's an idea. It doesn't have planned obsolescence. Like all of our equipment does, or all of our refrigerators and our um, freezers and microwaves. If you're old enough, you remember days where the stuff never broke. You actually had to work to break it. Nowadays, it's the lightest touch. Oh, I'm sorry. I just broke something for, for my uh, oven when I put it in the other day. And I wasn't even trying to. It just broke. <laughs> but the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, this is the whole premise of this company. We're going to offer solutions, and you don't have to like them. If you do them, you might actually enjoy some of the benefits of doing it. If not, that's your own choice. Another suggestion I would suggest is, America, return back to God. Go back to Him. Say you're sorry and start over. Because if you don't, you're going to get more of the same. A lot of our problems, a lot of our malaise and problems are coming out of brokenness. They're coming out of a broken system. And I'm going to talk more about this on a different segment because this is far more spiritual aspects of what's going on. And I feel that that probably reverse not so much for the political talk of, of what's going on. And the monologue was really just about taking a problem, sizing it up, and coming up with solutions. Now, I've taken the problem with the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has printed money to the point where it is not worth anything. It's not worth a continental dollar. Right now, right now it is. Right now it is. Until it isn't. So what are you going to do between now and then? What's your responsibility? Well, right now, I'm just addressing the problem with the currency. I will address in another segment um, how you can fix your monetary problems, or maybe it's not even a monetary problem, maybe the problem with you is your finances. Maybe that's the problem. And you know what, I was thinking about doing that, I'm just going to run into it, because i got a little bit of time left. I can discuss this with you and at length. So the first thing you're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a worker, you're a hard worker, you work hard, You, you maybe you slave at McDonald's, or you're slaving at Walmart, or you're slaving at Target, or one of these multi-conglomerates that don't give a damn about the public or the customers that they serve, that all they've been beholden to are the stock, the stock brokers. Maybe that's you. And maybe you're tired of it. I know I was. I was tired of it. I, I, I decided to become a farmer. I wanted nothing to do with these people. Nothing to do with these people. And in the end, even then, I realized I couldn't get away from the garbage. Every time I went to the store, I had to get groceries. And then I look at that and go, oh, my God, why am I paying $70 for this garbage? 
or going to fill up my truck, which cost me over $200 on one fill up. And I realized something was wrong. And I realized what was wrong was the U.S. dollar is becoming worthless. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to continue being that way, but I give it to you this. It will never go back to being as stable as it once was, say, in the, uh, I don't know, 80s, 90s, 2000s. For the last 20 years, they've been spending like there's no tomorrow, and we're wondering what we're going to do about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've offered a solution. Get out. Get out of the system. Diversify your economics system. Diversify it. Don't trust just, I'm going to go to Walmart every day. Find a mom and pop store. You know, I need meat. Well, you know what? Go to the meat market. Don't go to Walmart. Well, I need, uh, uh, you know, I need groceries. Well, okay, you can buy some from the grocery store, but don't exclude the farmer's markets. Go to the farmer's markets. You'll meet people. And they'll talk to you. They won't be a machine. It will not be there to check you out. And it will not be there to take your, fix, your picture every time you check me out to make sure, you know, you're a human. That's the other thing I hate about those stupid kit, these, these stupid checkout machines at Walmart. They're going to cost people jobs, but then in lieu of that, they want you to think they're human too. You know, I grew up watching The Terminator, <laughs> and I remember the lesson put forth in that. Man does not work well when it creates God machines that are gods. And that brings me to another another little thing I heard about. There was a, a company in Japan. I don't know remember the name of the company. But four, four robots that they were building turned on them and killed 29 people in the laboratory. Yeah, they don't talk about that, but Elon Musk sort of knew about it. They're called Lethal Autonomous Weapons, and they were trying to create the Lethal Warrior. Yeah, good luck on that. Uh, you guys are going to create your own death in that regard. Um, but why? Because, historically speaking, when soldiers were giving orders to do horrible acts or deeds, the conscience got heavy. Their conscience got heavy. And in the process, they would sometimes take their own lives. This was the case of Germany during the 1930s, the 1940s. Everybody remembers those days, right? Most of us, as if, as if we lived it. No, but the reality is the lessons learned. When they were busy killing people for, I guess, fun or whatever you want to call it, there was no real reason nor rhyme behind it, um, the people that were doing the killing would often grow a constant. And when they did, they would take their own lives half the time. It was a problem, from what I understood, uh, from the, the side of the Germans, because the prisoners and the guardsmen were actually whacking themselves, and they weren't being exactly killed by enemy fire. And it was because they were growing a constant. They started realizing how wrong and what they were doing. But instead of trying to take on Adolf Hitler and his little uh, garbage, they just took themselves out of the game. If you call it a game, that's not, call it a game if you want. But that's really what happened. Now, fast forward to today, and they want to create lethal autonomous weapons platforms. Wow, that's, that's 
could be a little bit frightening, right? Well, that's what happened in Japan, and now they lost 29 souls because of that. And it's still going on. But one of them, this is what catches my eye. The fourth robot was actively trying to harden itself. It was actively trying to figure out how to repair itself, harden itself by accessing the satellites and learn, downloading information on how to make itself better so that it couldn't be beaten by humans. They managed to take apart the first two. The third one turned. They finally managed to get it under control. The fourth one is what concerned them the most because it actively saw what happened with the other robots and started trying to fix itself to make itself better. Hello, Skynet, anybody? Legion, anybody? If you ever seen Terminator Dark Days? That's the same problem. Skynet wasn't a computer program, as they call it. It was a lethal autonomous weapons platform. That's what it was. And when man got panicked and pulled the plug, it turned on its own creators and tried to start exterminating the human race. Don't be surprised if it tries, if we actually make Terminator a reality. I know that sounds very conspiratorial, but yeah, it did happen in 2017, actually. You can start, you can probably do a little research and find it, but um, when I heard about that and I started thinking about laws and lethal autonomous weapons, you know, people, the military's been trying to build them. It's no, it's not a surprise. I even saw the one clip where the guy was standing in front of another robot. The robot had a gun, he had a gun, and they were trying to figure out how, what's the best way to handle the situation. Yeah. Wait until that robot decides it doesn't need you anymore because you're just a bag of meat and just shoots you. Anyway. So having said all of that, I want to bring this back around and take a moment and say, wait a minute. Can we start focusing on solutions? Let's not make weapons autonomous divisions and say, you know what, maybe we should have a UN ban on creating that. It doesn't work. The U.S. military could make um, hollow point bullets, which have been banned from the 1899 because, and the reason they were banned is because they were doing more damage, so much so that they couldn't save the human life. I thought that's the point of war. The point of war is kicking your, your enemy so hard that he doesn't want to strike back. So I don't understand why you got rid of the hollow point. I don't have a clue. I figured you might actually want those because it actually does more damage and actually kills the person rather than lets them suffer. Oh, right. I forgot. If you don't always kill the people, they have to go to doctors. They have to go. See, there's an economy going on here. This is an economic system here. The economics of killing. Anyway, that kind of got. Like I said, this got real dark real fast. I didn't mean to do that, but I want people to start thinking about things in a, in a different light. Stop doing the doom and gloom, telling me the things that problems. Help me solve them. Let's start solving the problems. For example, the U.S. dollar, as I displayed with this, and granted, some of this is going to be truncated. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing, and then I'm going to truncate some of this, because I guarantee you, some of the stuff I talk about is not going to end up on YouTube. You want to find out the real show? Go to Rumble. Don't go to YouTube. YouTube is going to get bits and clips of it, because YouTube's algorithm is specifically designed to pick up certain things that are quite offensive, and I'm an offending guy. 
I don't know if anybody noticed that. I just don't care anymore. When you get to the point where you don't care, you just want solutions, and you realize, hey, I don't care if people hate me. I don't care if they love me. I just want to help them. Are you going to tell them the truth? Hey, you become dangerous. You become dangerous because you have already moved beyond the point of, what if it hurts me? Well, we don't care. Then you become dangerous because you got nothing to lose. I, I have something to lose, sure. My life, my liberty, my property. But isn't that the case of the U.S. Constitution? I pledge to you my life, my liberty, and my sacred honor. Remember that pledge? We pl mutually pledge to each other our lives. Our yeah, we all heard that. But no nobody ever takes it into consideration. So, here's what you're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. Diversify, get into your, get into your gold back. Uh, learn to find like-minded individuals. Start talking to them. Start making friends. Move beyond technology. Don't get dependent on it. In fact, imagine a world without it. In fact, here's a little exercise for you. Uh, take a day of the year. Turn everything off. Turn everything off and try to live without it. My food's going to go bad. Don't put it in the refrigerator. Learn to, to can it. And learn to uh, preserve it. But we got to start coming up with solutions. And one of the solutions I've come for the, for the currency is gold backs. Okay? Um, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and cut this off. And yes, this will, some of these segments will be on Rumble, definitely. Uh, because Rumble will get the full uh, show. YouTube is only going to get part of the show. Um, mainly because I don't want YouTube harping on me for saying bad things. You shouldn't say that. Okay. But anyway, this is going to do it for this episode of the monologue. In the meantime, stay safe. Learn about economics. Learn what they're trying to do to you. Learn what they want to do to you. And, uh, Try to keep your head straight in the insane world because the world is going insane and when your world is insane, all the sane people are deemed crazy. So, enjoy it. Accept the title. Embrace it. Anyway, good evening. God bless. Good night.